0: It's about a stepwise approach. It's about knowing where we are heading, but also being pragmatic and zooming in on, on the next step right in front of us. Understanding the agenda of your stakeholders, speaking the language that they understand. But it is really about meeting your stakeholder and your organization where they are right now and trying together with them by teaming up, by working cross functional to showcase how can you actually use data and digital as an enabler and showing what is actually possible.
1: Hello and a very warm welcome to this, our second series of transformation stories from the award-winning Veltec Cafe. Last year, we spoke to more than 25 global brands and industry experts about their experiences of digital transformation, and this series is no different. From airlines to retailers, manufacturers to healthcare companies, this is a podcast series that strips away the digital buzzwords and challenges what we all thought we knew about our industry. Covering topics from the circular economy to customer experience, emerging tech to composable architectures, we're removing the filters and getting to the bottom of what's really going on in digital today. I'm Tizzy Philp and welcome to the podcast. To embed change in any organization is a complex feat, but a step-by-step approach to proving success can go some way to easing the challenge. From delivering digital companion apps to connected healthcare products and a new commerce offering, my guest today has had to transform by doing, showing that things don't always have to be perfect first time around and that what you can learn from quick releases sets you up to deliver better solutions in the long term. I'm very lucky to be joined by Metavoso, Global Senior Director for Digital Customer Solutions at Healthcare Specialist Coloplast, As a consumer-driven healthcare company, Coloplast is striving to make life easier for people living with intimate healthcare needs. From ostomy care to urology and wound and skin care, Coloplast employs more than 12,000 people globally and is on a mission to set the global standard for listening and responding. Meta has been instrumental in shaping new approaches for the digital business and is responsible for the development of their customer-facing digital solutions. Covering country websites in more than 40 markets and running cross functional teams, often with more than 40 releases per year. So, Meta, thank you so much for joining me and very warm welcome to the podcast. Thank you. In our last series, we had the opportunity to speak to the Coloplast team about how they are digitizing traditionally paper-based processes for healthcare workers specifically, by removing the reliance on the dreaded fax machine and increasing the amount of quality time the staff could spend with their patients. Coloplast is clearly on a long-term and very meaningful digital journey. So I'm wondering if you can set the scene a little for us, Meta, and talk through your digital aspirations and the drivers behind what you're working to achieve.
0: Yes, I would be, be happy to do so. As, as just mentioned, Coloplast is on a, a very meaningful journey. It's actually a broader than a digital journey. It is a journey of really helping our consumers and becoming a consumer, data-driven healthcare company. In order to do this, we have our corporate strategy, and the corporate strategy is also what sets the scenes for our digital ambition. So what we strongly believe is that we have a corporate strategy, which is enabled by data and digital. So what we try to solve is real challenges for our users, as well as uh, Coloplast. The one you just mentioned about transitioning from traditional paper-based into helping our healthcare workers, that was actually ticking concrete point of departure in an actual challenge for our healthcare professionals. And that is actually what the trends or the trademarks of most of our digital solutions today. If we zoom a little bit in on the, on the core challenges, if we take the stoma patient, the core challenge at this point for us is that we really wanna help the user to get back and live a life, a meaningful life after a stoma surgery. The challenge is that uh, most stoma users stay worry about leakage. It's actually 91% who worry about leakage. And that is something that keeps them from actually living the life that they would like to. Similarly, we have our catheter patients who on average experience 2.7 UTIs, urinary tract infections, a year. And that is really, really painful. And we are, of course, as Coloplast, uh, being ambitious company, focusing on listening and responding to our users, looking into how can we potentially change. And help you. Many companies of your scale will be very familiar with
1: the complexities of embedding change across the organization. So what has been your personal experience of that? And how have you been able to convince the business of an alternative approach, which I'm sure you'll go on to to tell us more about? Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. So when I started in Coloplast four years ago, uh, it was indeed a company still very much run through waterfall project management thinking. And that is uh, totally understandable, taking into consideration the context. We have again developed physical products where it takes several years to actually get a product to market. Similar, we are also in a fairly regulated industry, which is driven by making sure we get it 100% right up front. And these are very important factors to keep in mind when you want to drive a digital change. What we did was to slowly introduce the idea of creating pilots. And at a very, very early stage, that was all about taking a call script from one of our call centers and putting it into a chatbot and then showcasing at one of our town hall meetings what can you actually do with the chatbot. And yes, that was indeed a little bit of a gimmick, But it did the right thing. It did everything from creating excitement to people getting offended. Why have we not been involved? To markets saying, when can we have it? We want it tomorrow. And that is actually what it's all about. To step by step introducing new ways of working and showcasing that we can actually get something fast to market. We moved on from there. And uh, at that point, we had our websites live in more than 40 markets. We had a couple of opportunity-based apps out there, and we had e-commerce solutions in selected markets. But it had all been built on old infrastructure, on-premise, and not necessarily combined into one platform. So we wanted to move on on this journey, and we wanted to also pilot the idea of having a companion app. Since we didn't have the infrastructure, we basically built uh, a pilot app, a front-end heavy solution uh, on whatever we had available, and we brought this to market, really introducing the idea of having not only concepts, but also pilots that we brought all the way to the users. Again, this created a lot of excitement, but also a little bit the fear of, is this good enough? And also, will there be a second version or a third version? Da, da, da. What we managed to do was to bring it to market and by setting the right KPIs on what should this pilot actually succeed with, we managed to gain traction and get an understanding that we can actually get in the pocket of the user and create a meaningful app, which the users want to get back to. And that was really the starting point for us to get the buy-in and investment needed for us to build our new digital foundation infrastructure, which is now available in the cloud which we now 3 years after are building all our solutions on.
1: I'm going to come back a little bit later in the conversation to talking about not just getting those winning over the internal organization with pilots but also mm-hmm. getting those pilots into the hands of your customers so we'll come back to that with so much going on and so many ambitions how do you manage to balance that ambition with the reality when it comes to instilling these new ways of working because it was a new approach for you wasn't it working in this kind of pilots fast faster track to market way was it hard to see the wood for the trees sometimes or was it easy getting the message across internally
0: i would say 90 percent of my work is to try to to get that message across but it really depends on the receiver the way i work is to to look into the corporate strategy, to understand the company I'm in, and then lay out a stepwise approach towards that ambition. And uh, some people you convince by telling them about the vision and where are we heading eventually three, four years from now. And other, it's it's really about the next step. So for me, it hasn't personally been hard to see <laughs> to see the wood for the trees. But I think for for Kodopas as a whole, it definitely has. Because it's very different what we actually mean and think about when we say digital. Some people think it's about creating efficiency gains. Other things, it's about generating growth. Others, again, think it's about creating data and interactions with our users. So it really depends on who you're talking to. And it can indeed, for a company, be very difficult to see where we're heading and and, and see the trees for the woods. So again, it's about a stepwise approach. It's about knowing where we are heading, but also being pragmatic and zooming in on on the next step right in front of us. Understanding the agenda of your stakeholders, speaking the language that they understand. If they are talk out of an Excel sheet and understand revenue, that's what you should talk about. If they are more into how can we really help the users and very focused on the customer journey, that's the tool you bring out of your toolbox. But it is really about meeting your stakeholder and your organization where they are right now, and trying together with them by teaming up, by working cross-functional to showcase how can you actually use data and digital as an enabler and showing what is actually possible.
1: I think the next part of this is really important, showing what's possible internally, but also proving by doing. Mm -hmm. And that's about getting these pilots and the work into the hands of your consumers. Mm What impact has that had directly in helping to change the mindsets internally, you know, when they see the impact that it's directly having? And how have your users responded to these new releases as well? Have you seen improved engagement? What's
0: their response been? So the users are asking for these kinds of solutions. A lot have happened around all of us in the last five years. We're all becoming more digital, right? And they are asking for digital tools and data that actually empower them to be in control of their condition. So every time we have launched a new solution to the market, either being the end user or the healthcare professional, they are actually taking this in very openly. What we have seen is that we can actually get users to come back to these solutions, which was our fear at first point. And why am I keep on coming back to this, that is because Having worked in different industries, I think it's very, very important that you don't try to push a digital solution out to a customer who don't want it. And if we take, for example, the Tele industry, it would have been very easy to say, let's do an app. But does it really make sense for a user to have an app from the Tele company? Not necessarily, right? But if you're living with an intimate healthcare need and you see a solution, that can actually help you in your daily life, get back to what you would like to do personally, then you're willing to take that in. If it can help track your condition, and if it can facilitate a dialogue between you and your healthcare professional that is meaningful for you, then you're actually willing to do this. And that's what we are, we are seeing with the solutions that we have brought to market, that we are onto something. I'm not saying that we have created the blockbuster let, but uh, we are taking this in a stepwise approach. And we also just launched our first connected product, uh, in two into our markets to figure out, can we actually put a sensor on a stoma bag and, and help the users when they have a fear of a leakage? So that's like the ultimate connected experience, isn't it? I actually, listening to
1: you talking about it, I wonder if it's easier for an organization to keep in mind the customer experience or the user experience when it relates to a healthcare issue, when it relates to something that we can all relate to or fit, you know, it's different from a, retail, a traditional mm-hmm. retail experience where mm-hmm. the customer experience is about making them buy more or, or increasing mm-hmm. conversions. When it's something that's so human, mm-hmm. I wonder if that helps you as an organization to care more. Does that make sense?
0: Yes, it, it, it does indeed. Yes, I would say so. Uh, again, we are a company which is very purpose-driven, and it, yeah. it's very easy to, uh, to understand that we're actually making a difference for, for real users out there. That is really embarked and uh, fundamental in everything we do. And also one of the reasons why I originally said, yes, I would like to join Coloplast. Oh, really? Um, because, again, it starts with the user, and there is this shared understanding in the whole organization that it starts with the users. Of course, eventually it's about uh, generated profit, but it starts with the user and it starts by listening and responding to their needs. And that is a good point of departure for doing digital solutions. If you truly understand the pain points and you try to solve them. We touched very briefly then
1: on the connected experience element. And I'm wondering if we can talk some more about some of the other solutions you're offering in more detail. So can you tell us more about your longer term programs, how you're able to run multiple mm-hmm. itch- initiatives concurrently without losing this momentum that you've generated?
0: Mm-hmm. So what we have built is a big program at scale where we have uh, six development teams running in, in parallel. And we are inspired by a, a safe agile approach for those who knows that. But also I'm saying inspired because we are constantly reviewing how do we make sure it fits in a plast context, right? So we are running agile and we are running several products in parallel in an agile approach but of course we are still surrounded by organizations organization around us who work in waterfalls for some of our core systems so within our program we work with agile at scale and we had five products i would call them originally to having 20 products being developed and continuously improved in parallel so it is a big machine by now where we we work on continuously improving the solutions of course there are some of the products who get more attention and focus than others but we are moving into a setup where it's becoming a data-driven decision on what products should we actually uh, increase our development on and which products are maybe okay for now should we should more do minor adjustments
1: with such continuous change across the organization you've got so much going on you've just talked about you know the rapid increase in the number of products or projects that you're dealing with what do you feel is the resulting impact for you as a business and ultimately for your users with this continuous change Mm -hmm. and how will you know you've achieved what you've set out to accomplish both internally and Mm -hmm. for your users as well Mm
0: -hmm. yeah this is a, a journey that will continue forever but The way I see that uh, we are well on track with achieving what we want to achieve is that it's really become a a company matter to succeed with digital solutions. So when I started four years ago, it was really much still about the physical product agenda. And now we are getting to a point where we are moving towards having uh, one roadmap where we, when we look at the true user pain point, we don't only look for physical product as the answer, we also look to potentially creating services or digital solutions to solve that. The organization is becoming more and more working together across all functions to make sure that we create integrated solutions for our healthcare professionals and our consumers. What is also really interesting is that it's also changing the way and the conversations that we are having around go-to-market. So again, four years ago, we It was a lot about, can we get efficiency gains? Okay, build it, and then the impact will come by itself. Now the conversation in the broader organization is more about, okay, one thing is to develop it, another thing is to make sure that we actually get it to market, that we get it customized, that we drive activation locally. Taking a solution like the paper-based one mentioned at the beginning, getting that to market through our sales reps and the healthcare professional Being the receiver is not an easy task. That also requires changes in our markets on our ability to actually not only sell products, but now also selling digital solutions. In addition, with digital solutions, uh, new potential business models also occur. And being in those discussions and hearing those conversations on, could we potentially create a new revenue stream here? How do we actually potentially get reimbursement or... Should we actually give this away for free? Should we develop a subscription service? All these conversations are now occurring uh, in the company, which also is a confirmation for me personally that we are on the right journey in Kodoplast. There's so much going
1: on and so much great stuff. I'm wondering, Meta, do you look... To, when we look to the future or when you're thinking about the future of, of digital at Coloplast, are there any other industries that you look to for inspiration for what they're doing or even other brands or companies? You know, Do you see anything else out there and think that's best practice or that's where we need to get to? Or are you very much focused on on your own users and what you can do best for them at Coloplast?
0: Having been in different industries, that's, of course, the backpack I carry into to Coloplast. and. <laughs> um, I would say what I do not do is to look too much to our direct competitors, because those are not the ones that I'm scared about. Um, I'm scared about all the tech players out there who uh, are also becoming more and more relevant of playing the role that we would like to play for our consumers out there. So it's difficult for me to point to one company or one industry, but a lot of industries, and that's for a fact, it's a bit further than the healthcare, Uh, industry on how they interact digitally right so it's very easy to find uh, inspiration out there and then I think the important part is to say okay what if we look at a company or industry what is it that we can learn from and what can we not do right again we are in a regulated industry we are having reimbursed products Uh, there are uh, some additional elements we need to take into play also not we are not direct to a sole a B2C company, right? We are B 2 B2C, B2B company. So there are some more complexities in, in driving digital in, in cool fast, but that's to be honest, also what makes it fun. Everybody can create an app mm-hmm. uh, to create it in this context of the healthcare industry is a, a very, very interesting, but I think also a more ambitious challenge. Yeah agree
1: Meta. thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today an awesome conversation and love hearing what you guys are doing at call of us, and maybe we'll have another one in 12 months time and we'll hear about the huge amount of work that will have happened over the next 12 months too so thank you again for joining us and we'll speak to you soon thank you you've been listening to the latest transformation series from valtech cafe Hit subscribe to get access to our whole back catalogue of conversations. And if you'd like to know more about what we do, why not visit us at Valtech.com for all the details. Until next time, thanks for listening.